Hello there, friends. Before we start, Crendo and I want to remind you that you can see us live in Chicago on August 12th at our home away from home, Lincoln Hall. All you got to do is go to coxandcrendor.com, get your tickets today. They're 22 bucks. Come see us. We would love to see you and then probably harass you a little bit, which is, you know, pretty much what our shows are. And <laughs> hopefully you will have a great time. Anyway, please, by all means, we would love to see you there. Today's episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies are the undies that I have on me. Also, today we're brought to you by Factor. Factor's going to get you eaten right. Like my, my, my dad uses Factor. We'll talk about it. It's great. Anyway, let's jump into this podcast. It's time for Cox and Crendog. Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 I'm not starting over. It's Cox and Crendor. Your, Hi, everyone. Welcome. That was your second start over, too. I can't. I, I don't know what's going on today. I My I mouth it, moving slower than my brain. That's been the last couple times. I don't know what's going on with you. Well, you know what? Sometimes I'm, I get a little excited, mm-hmm. and I just start shaking. And I'm like, hello, everybody. <laughs> and it's just words, you know. <laughs> You're just so excited. You're just sitting there, like, vibrating. You're like, oh, it's Cox and Crendor time. It's, Here we go. I like the show. It's a, I have a fun time. I have a fun time, too. What do you, you know, let me have this. <laughs> it's all I got, really. It's all I got. <laughs> That's true. Those other podcasts you do, terrible times. <laughs> Those times. are trash. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> this no, is all I have. a fun time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how's it going? Dude. Uh, I have two things. Well, first off, All right. before I get into the thing I really want to talk about, okay, I must suggest to you and anyone listening right now, check out... Well, first, I guess you have to go get the Paramount Network or whatever it is, Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah, I have that because I've been watching SpongeBob on it. Paramount Plus is... It's all right. It's not great. But yeah. on it is a show called The Offer. It's a limited-run series. It is about the making of The Godfather. I cannot stress this enough. It's so good. Um, Miles Teller is the main character. He's like the producer. He's the dude, you know, the dude from Whiplash. He's our favorite character from the Divergent movies. I love that dude. Great actor. Very good. Um, Dan Fogler, who is the, like, the, the, like, Truly, the only likable character in the new Harry Potter movies. He's like the fat baker dude. Love that guy. Very funny. He's incredible. Um, he plays Francis Ford Coppola. He's incredible. Um, Matthew Good, who is like a very British actor. I'm talking about like Downton Abbey British. He's in a bunch of TV shows and movies. I think he was in The Watchmen. I think he was Ozymandias in The Watchmen movie. Anyway, this dude in this show literally plays the the head of Paramount, and he he nails the voice. It is crazy, dude. His voice is like, hey, baby, how you doing? It's, it, I can't believe how much I enjoy that character. <laughs> like, everything about this, it's so good. Like, Giovanni Rubisi plays, like, the uh, mob guy. And then, like, um, that dude who's the bad guy in every damn TV show ever plays, like, a crazy Austrian man. It is so incredibly good. And I say this because while I watch it, 
everything that goes on. If if you are listening and you want to know what it's like to be a producer, if you want to know like what a producer does, like Jesse, when you make games, what do you do? Honest to God, this show is like the realest shit I've ever seen. More importantly, if you like want to know what it takes to get shows done, oh my God. There's some moments where I'm like, that has happened to me, dog. That oh, it's incredible. I love it. It's like, you know, in the in the 70s, but whatever, it's still fantastic. That reminds me of uh how you like name all these actors and stuff, right? It reminds me of our movie night last night because <laughs> yes. you're just going like, dude, it's like Jiminy Christmas and like Bobby Bob and like Anne <laughs> Franklin. Oh, while we were watching Clue, yes, and you were like, I don't yeah. know who any. I was like, I don't know <laughs> any of these people. My favorite part is Tim Curry. I'm like, it's Tim Curry, and you go <laughs> from Home Alone Two. <laughs> yeah, dude. that's where I knew him from Home Alone Two. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's great in Home Alone, too. He's good in that. But he's good in everything. Like, Tim Curry is great. I just thought it was really funny that we watched Clue filled with very famous actors. And you were like, oh, that, that that's that guy. Oh, and that's Doc Brown. It was great. I love it. Enjoyed <laughs> yeah, it tremendously. Like, and that's the, uh, the, the maid is the wife in Wayne's world of the arcade guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Those, were the, those were the ones I knew. But it was a good movie, though. I liked it. Well, this is why when I described uh, the offer, I was like, you know, Miles Teller from the Divergent movies. Not from the fact that he was just <laughs> in Top Gun, not from the fact that he's in plenty of movies, but he was in Divergent, and we know Divergent. So, oh, yeah. I know, you know like That kind of stuff. <laughs> so I'm, I, you know, I, know my, I know my audience. <laughs> and so That's true. I, I must suggest watching it. It is, like, very, very good. Um, and it's a limited series. It's only 10 episodes long. I think I'm on episode six now. It definitely, there's moments while watching it, I've been inspired to be like, damn, I want to create stuff again. I want that passion to, like, make a thing. Oh, yeah, it's very good. I love it. <laughs> that's, what, well, that's what I was doing with my, my YouTube stuff. I got that spark again. That's why I was doing more pointless top tens, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, it's, it's a very good show about uh, creative types. And there's there's a few really good choice lines about about just being in the industry, and I was like, oh, that hits too close to home. Oh, it's very nice. Even though you know, again, they're talking about movies, you can translate that to anything in entertainment. Really, it is very on point. Main point being, I don't know any actors or actresses. <laughs> well, that is the main point, but you do know crazy, and That's true. let me tell you some crazy. Okay. So, I wrote down some notes because. I don't, and maybe at the beginning of the year, I don't know when it officially opened, but near my apartment, they tore down a bunch of buildings. Um, they they used to be either like really crappy apartments, or I think at one point there was a um, like an old Shinto temple or something. You know, cool stuff. They had a bunch of cool stuff, and they tore it down to make way for apartments. Anyway, one of those places that got torn down, they built a hotel on it, and so now. Very close to me, at one of the corners near near where my apartment is, is a hotel. And I can tell you safely, since it opened, which I think was earlier this year, it that corner is Crazy Town, USA. It is clearly people from out of town, drunk as hell, acting the fool. And it is never not funny. And so, this is just since Friday. This is just incidents since Friday. So today, while coming here... We're going to go backwards. We're going to go backwards in time. Today, while coming to the office to record, there were three ladies on bikes, drunk as hell, unable to operate their bikes, trying to cross the intersection. 
One lady, as the light goes green for me to drive, they try to cross with a no walk sign. So already I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> One lady yep. falls off her bike and oh then her God. friends are laughing. <laughs> and then I'm just like, what? A guy behind me honks. They think I honk, start screaming at my car. <laughs> Yelling like, you're gonna kill us! You don't care! LA, oh my god! They're losing their minds while trying to help their friend up. And then, like a dude, you know, just like a CrossFit dude, just like a fit dude running, yeah. runs up and he's like, is there a problem here? I'm like, no, there's no problem. They're just drunk, I think, and I'm waiting. And he's like, yeah, well, you should keep waiting. We have the right of way. And I literally point to the don't walk sign. <laughs> And he looks at me and he, he goes, I, I bet it said walk a minute ago. I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't say it now. And he was like, whatever. So he goes to help the women up. And then he like escorts them across the, to the corner. And then he's like, ladies, have a pleasant day. And they're like, thank you, sir. And then as I pulled away, I saw the woman fall over again. And I was like, mm, I hate this town. What time then, is this? This would have been 5 p.m. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. Then, yesterday, while I was leaving to go out uh, at that same street corner, yeah, there was a dude in a Speedo. Like, <laughs> ripped. Like, right. ripped. Like, you know, that kind of muscle where if he moves, you see more muscle, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yep. Ripped. And he was purposefully doing that muscle movement thing. Like, he was kind of leaning backwards a little bit, trying to show off his, like, 24-pack. Oh, yeah. And he's yep. stretching at the corner, and he's moving his body, and he's like, ugh, ugh, and he's stretching. <laughs> well, at the same time, listening to some sort of music and singing the lyrics, I think he was singing. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> and a bunch of uh, touristy ladies from the hotel walk out, and he just, like, starts flexing in front of them, like, ugh, ugh, like, flexing. <laughs> And they do not even care. They just walk by. And so, you know, it's a long light, so I'm just sitting there waiting. They walk by. A woman who, again, very attractive, runs by him. And, and she's on a run, I guess, or a jog or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I realize he's just standing at the corner. He's not going anywhere. He's had a walk sign for some time. He's not going anywhere. And so he starts flexing for her. And she <laughs> looks at him. And, like, scoffs and keeps running. <laughs> I was like, dude has no game. This is terrible. <laughs> and so he's like, Ugh, uh. And then on my side of the street is an old couple. And the old man <laughs> looks at this guy and goes, um, this is what I wrote down while I was. I did, this is my voice-to-text translation, so pardon <laughs> okay. me. Um, guy still trying to flex on her to get her attention. She runs away, does not stop. Then he turns to the street because it looks so weird and begins to try and flex like, oh, I was just flexing and stretching while waiting across the street. Except the street crosswalk has now turned from walk to don't walk, so he's just <laughs> standing there awkwardly. Right. It was at this time that the old couple next to me, the man says, that ain't all that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> The old man, the old man and his wife, and the wife is like checking him out. And the old man's like, "Yeah, he's all that impressive. He isn't even that good." And that's one street corner. And then I drove off. So that's one street corner, but that's not all, because oh, oh yes, 
because the night before, as I was coming home from hanging out with friends at 1 a.m. Right. On that street corner. <laughs> I can't believe this place is crazy. A dude was just standing there with nunchucks, like practicing with nunchucks. <laughs> what? I'm telling you. At 1 a.m., he was just out there with nunchucks. And when I got to my apartment, this is what I wrote down so I'd remember this. 1 a.m., dude on the street with nunchucks? Practicing? Question mark. I drove around him rather than stop because it seemed like the sensible thing to do. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, I just, I was like, I was a little worried. Didn't know why there was a guy standing on the corner in the street with nunchucks, like <laughs> whirling them. But yep. I figured it's better to keep going than stop and ask. So it's definitely better I did. to keep going. 100%. Yeah, so I kept going and I figured I would let you know. And that corner has consistently been one of the craziest things ever since that hotel opened. I'm telling you, it is crazy. And so the best way to describe this is mm. the. Hotel is on one side, and on the right. other side is that brand new apartment complex. And I think I talked about this a little bit ago, whenever this was, where when I was looking for a new apartment, uh, these just opened up. I went to go look, and they are smaller than where I live, and I don't know, four times as expensive. Huh. Like the one that I went to go look at, uh, I think I said that the bathrooms are the same size as the bedroom, and I couldn't figure out why. Like right. It's a huge. I was like, this place is crazy. It um, six thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment. What? I know, dude. I couldn't figure out. I, was, I can't figure out who would live there. I'm like, why would anyone pay this amount of money for an apartment? Place is packed. Place has people living there, and so I'm convinced that it is the combination of filthy rich people with too much, like more money than sense, living next to a hotel. Filled with drunk ass tourists who are like trying to go to the beach and shit, and that is the perfect combination for insanity. Oh yeah, that 100%. corner is madness. I every time I go by there, there's something weird to look at. On Saturdays, there's a, a farmers market nearby. That's when it goes off. That's when it gets real weird. People are on Thursdays. There's food trucks that show up nearby, and it's like a big food tr truck stop, and there's like five or six food trucks. I'm telling you. Constantly crazy. Constantly crazy. It's always I'm, the farmer's markets. It's so <laughs> weird, dude. Every time every time I drive by there, I'm mesmerized by the weird thing I see. Like uh, the other day, this, this lady was trying to cross the street with her dog, and her dog would not come across the street because her dog kept trying to pee. <laughs> so she's pulling her dog as it's peeing a straight line across the street. And some guy's like, you shouldn't treat your dog like that. And the woman's like, you don't know what's good for my dog. And he's like, it's not that. And she goes, shut up, hippie, and keeps walking. <laughs> I was like, she just calls someone a hippie? Who does that? Who's doing that? Mind you, dude did not look like a hippie. Dude looked like a business investment banker. <laughs> it was like zero hippie to be found. Yeah. That's it. It's the craziest corner I've ever seen. I can't. I'll keep you updated. It's wild. Yeah, that's a crazy corner. They should just rename it. To, to crazy corners? Crazy corners. <laughs> well, crazy corners. The apartment complex across the street from that, uh, a long time ago, I worked on a project with a woman who was like the producer of the project, and she lived in that apartment complex. And I was like, what is that place like? Every time I drive by there, it's got a real weird vibe. She's like, oh, yeah, everyone who lives there is a divorcee. 
I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, like 90% of the apartments are filled with like 40 to 50 year olds who are divorced and they're all trying to like hook up with each other. It's really weird. I'm like, well, why do you live there? And she's like, because that's what I'm after. And I was like, ah, okay, well, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you do you. So now I know that apartment across the street is just old getting it on turf. So that's cute. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's crazy corners. Crazy corners. It's pretty crazy. And then the other corner is they were doing construction there for a long time on the sewer lines or something. So at night, whenever there was uh, a, like construction done during the day, it smelled like poo-poo at night. It was awful. <laughs> Big old poo-poo. It was bad. And yeah, for a while I was like, I need to move. This place sucks. They finally completed <laughs> it, so it's not an issue anymore. But for a while I was like, I need to get out of here. It's L.A. Oh, what's going on? But I looked. Like I said, I looked. I can't find any place that's better. My apartment is pretty solid. The price and the, the, the it has vaulted ceilings. You can't find that. That's hard to find. Vaulted ceilings and one and a half bathrooms. Come on. Come on. Yeah. You, can't, you can't do I can't do better. I can't do better. That's true. If you want that in other L.A. spots, it's probably an extra like 1500 bucks. It's super expensive. I, uh, one of the apartments I went to go look at, it was a two-bedroom because I was like, I, I like the idea of two baths because one is Jesse's bathroom and one mm -hmm. everyone else can go take a poop in, right? Mm -hmm. But every place I went, you had to get two bedrooms for two baths. And I was like, okay. And every time it was like $8,000. I was like, get out of What? No, I'm all right. I don't even need, I don't even like people that much. I don't need people to come over. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Man. This city, uh, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If I didn't have to live here for all the different weird business stuff I do, I would, in a heartbeat, move somewhere to the Midwest and I could live off the podcast. That's true. Like our, <laughs> like like our retiring. Yeah, the MeUndies stuff, let me tell you. I could just be like, hey, yeah, thanks, MeUndies. We could do, uh, just do two podcasts a week. <laughs> yeah, we'd do great. Full, double full double that podcast. stuff up, I think we'd be fine, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And you can just Oof. have a, a giant house in, like, Kentucky or something, I don't know. But then what would my stories be? Like, today I went and I saw the woods. Nature's beautiful. Anyway, Dude. I got Dude, I, okay. I went back some home crazy and did a puzzle. There's crazy <laughs> shit that happens in the woods. You kidding me? Yeah, yeah, but that would be like today I was out in the woods and a man covered in moss <laughs> threatened to kill me. Like, that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's practically the same as the, the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. And it's like, you're man, right. that'd be crazy. Some moss man attacked me. Anyway, here in LA, a nunchuck man <laughs> swung around and someone threatened to kill me. But you know. he, didn't he didn't threaten anything. He was just in the street swinging nunchucks at 1 a.m. And I, you know, he could have been practicing for all we know. It's true. He could have been practicing for something. Yeah, Movie he had role. a big nunchuck tournament the next day, and yeah. he couldn't sleep. <laughs> He's like Karate Kid. He was outside practicing at 1 a.m. preparing. Now the fact that he didn't have a shirt on <laughs> doesn't, you know, <laughs> whatever. There's also like numerous other cities that are cheaper than L.A. California's great. I like the vibe. I could go. The problem is I go to New York, but New York has no apartments. People in New York are fist fighting for apartments. New York's just the L.A. East Coast. Yeah, this but I love L.A. East Coast. New York is a vibe. <laughs> like if I was in L.A., I'd be in New York. Here's the thing: I'd be in Chicago, but I would I couldn't live like out of the city. I'd be have to be downtown. Yeah, 
Uh, you are a downtown person. I'm a down. I'm a down. I'm a downtown cat. What can I say? Yeah. I'm a city rat. I know what I am. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of which, I was gonna rant about something. All right. Okay. Hit me. So, I was at the grocery store. All right. This is. <laughs> Is this a grocery store rant? What is this? And I brought this up the other day. I said I had to rant about this. You did, and you said I'm going to save it for the podcast. I've been waiting. So the one thing I've noticed, I've seen this all the time, and I was like pulling into a parking spot. Right next to it, there's just shopping carts. Ah. And I was like, how, how do people just leave a shopping cart in the parking spot? I... It, I think it's the same mentality as people who leave trash places and assume someone will handle it. It's not my responsibility to handle this. I can leave this garbage on the ground because someone else is getting paid to do it, and it's on them, not me. It's that kind of. It's like the kid in elementary school who would like leave crap on the floor next to his desk and be like, "The janitors get paid to clean it." That kind of asshole. <laughs> That's true. The thing is, like, okay, the thing is. The cart's there. It's literally like five feet, maybe ten feet away from like the cart rack thing. Like you're telling me you can't go like, uh, maybe I'll just push it over the cart rack like ten feet. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't go ten feet with a cart and push it. The thing you just push it through the entire grocery store. You can't push ten more feet. I'm not sure when I made the decision, but I know that it's an, you have to make the active decision that. I always return my carts. Unless there's like someone picking up the carts and they literally point mm-hmm. to me like, hey, I got that for you. I'll be like, okay. I always walk my cart back up. Yeah. And I don't know why I decided to do that. I don't know when in my life I said this is the way I'm doing things. But I always do it all the time. Yes, I do too. But I, but I know I couldn't have been like that always. Because I remember being younger and just pushing the cart like into the curb. You know what I mean? I guess maybe it's just a maturity thing. <laughs> that well, may be it. I don't know. It's possible. Mature. I mean, because obviously there's like 50 year olds that are still <laughs> immature. Yeah. But like, you just get, it's just the, the fact of the matter. Like, you can just push it 10 feet. Like, it's one thing. Like, if it's a cart and it's like super far away from the cart rack thing, maybe then they're like, ah, I got to push it all the way over there. It's like <laughs> barely like a few steps, but you can't take just a few more steps. I think that's what bothers me so much with it. Well, why? I mean, was it a lot? Like, if it's one cart, that's just one. Well, it's like two carts. Hmm. So I don't know if it was two people, separate carts, or if it was one person, two carts, or what it was. But, I mean, I've seen it all the time. Like, there's always, like, a cart out there, no matter where you go. I feel like you can also judge a person based on that. Like, if, you, if you're on a date, or, like, you're, you know, you do something, you go to, like, a place, and then your date leaves the cart there, that's a strike, strike three, get them out. I, I would say that it's on the same level as people who are rude to a waiter or waitress. Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're an asshole, I'm like, nah. There's there's certain things, and that's those are the red flags. Those are like, those are some bright red flags, all right? That's not even like, I guess that, that could be one of the things where like, oh, maybe they'll change, but like, probably not. They're probably not going to change. Well, so I typed in, why do people leave carts? And what I got had has nothing to do with shopping carts, and everything to do with online shopping carts. Which now I now know I now have information. Oh, about okay. online <laughs> shopping has nothing to do with why people leave actual shopping carts. But 
I do now know that 80% of retail shoppers abandon purchases added to their carts. Like people will go to buy a thing and then be like, nah, when they purchase online stuff. Like uh, I get that. Yeah, and there's a ton that. of websites about that apparently. I guess that's online shopping is a huge thing. That, But leave shopping carts maybe in parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> In instances where there is no rental system, people may leave their carts stranded for some of the following reasons. Their receptacle is too far from where they parked. They have a child with whom they do not want to leave unattended. The weather is bad. But, like, those are stupid reasons. Yeah. Yeah. They have a disability that's prohibitive to easy movement. Their perception that someone else's job to collect the carts. They're leaving the carts for someone else to easily pick up and use. I think all of those are no good reason. Yeah, I just went to the place and Randy said they're just lazy. They can't clean up after themselves. They also think everything should be given to them for no cost, no reason. They're just lazy to put it back where it belongs. It's called being self-centered, ignorant, and expecting free things. There right. is a lot of that in this country. There a is. lot. <laughs> so That is true. Uh, Apparently there are five types of cart users. This is amazing. I can't believe it. <laughs> what? Returners. These people always return their carts to the receptacle, regardless of how far they are parked or what the weather is like. Sense of obligation, feel badly for people responsible for collecting carts. That is me. I feel that way. And I know on here they have, one of the things they had was, why would people do it? And one of the things is um, disability or they can't move easy. For me, the, we the reason why I return the cart is if someone has disability issues, the cart's there right next to the door. I'm doing them a favor. The people that are out in the rain, if it's raining, I move my cart back to where it's covered so it isn't soaking wet when someone else goes to use it. I Yeah, I do have a sense of obligation because I would like someone to do the same for me. Yeah. I think that's also it, more common in places like Japan and stuff. Or were they, again, where they make you rent a cart, where you have to like yeah. rent it if you want to. Oh, that's uh, there right, are, the... Uh... Uh, what's it called? What's that one grocery store? Aldi. Aldi, yeah. Aldi has that thing where you have to put a quarter in. So you'll lose your quarter if you don't do it. Genius. And, you know, people be lazy still. Like, it's just a quarter. No, nah, I guarantee those same people. Those are the same people. Like, I ain't lose my quarter. <laughs> That's big money. <laughs> um, the never returners, people who never return carts, they believe it's someone else's job to get the carts to the supermarket responsibly. Uh, they don't care where the card's left. They show little regard for where the card is, a cart is left. Convenience returners. People who return the cart if they are parked close to the receptacle. Okay. Pressure returners. People who return the carts only if the cart attendant is present. Damn. <laughs> if that's where you're at, just become a returner. Yeah, just return. And then there are child-driven returners. These are people with children who view it as a game to return the carts, often riding them back to the receptacle and pushing them into stacked lines. So that's, yeah, okay, whatever. That's the same thing. Yeah. It's just interesting. To me, it's just like it doesn't take that long to push it back to the cart return area, and like you've Dude, already I done that. It's the okay. It's the same thing when people try to fight for parking spots up close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I use people yes. like fight for these spots. Like I gotta get a close up spot. You can literally. I've done it where like I've parked where there's like nobody parked. There's like a couple cars, and I just walk, and I'm like into the store before the person's even parking. 
I the same people that are just like, oh, I got to get my exercise. Like, just park like 10 feet away then. You can just walk. There's some extra walking for you. Usually the way parking lots are, there's like the way far back and then there's like the, the spots that are facing towards the street. I don't get those spots. I think those are too far back because yeah. you have to like cross over shopping lanes or like uh, driving lanes and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, nah. But like the furthest back in the lane, always. Like oh, if there's yeah. a row, I'm always in the back. There's no reason to go up front. There could be like someone who can barely walk who needs to get there. Yeah, you kidding me? On top of that, uh, when you're backing out, you gotta get out of there. People probably like might back into you. There's like people walking by. If you back, if Absolutely. you just park a bit further back, boom, you're clear. Easy. I'm super interested in the fact that there is just straight up a Scientific American article. Why don't people return their shopping cart? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Science was done on this. I mean, it checks out. This is, I mean, this is a thing everybody deals with. Everybody goes to a grocery store, you know? Everybody gets a yeah. cart. <laughs> Someone said the shopping cart theory. The shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I remember uh, this one time I went to this one place. This isn't even like a shopping cart thing. I literally parked in the parking spot and then... Uh, I went inside, and I was getting Toast Roman a drink, and I came back out, and then Toast Roman texted me, and she's like, this woman is, like, mad next to us. And I got there, and she's like, you parked your car close to mine. And I was like, I parked in the parking space. Like, I was literally between the lines. It was, like, a normal parking thing. But she parked her car, like, really close to the line, so she was closer to me. But you could still, like, open the door. Like, we're both still within parking spots. And then she was just like, you, you park near to me. You, you, you. And then she, she she was, like, freaking out. And I was, I literally just kept repeating. I was like, I parked in between the lines. I parked between the lines. Like, she can't argue it. So I just kept saying it. I was like, I parked between the lines. And then she was like, well, uh, yeah. And she said that she was like, whatever. And she, like, got in and drove off. But I don't understand... Could she not get into her car? Uh, I guess Why not. was she so concerned with... I think she was just a crazy person. I she mean, there was... are a lot of crazy people who just want someone to talk to. You're absolutely correct, but... Like, 100% she could have gotten in her car. Like, it was... And I, I was. I don't know what she wanted. I was literally in the parking spot. I didn't park on the line. I wasn't... If I was on the line, I would have been like, ah, oh, shit, my bad. But I wasn't. I parked in the parking spot between the lines. Yeah, I've only one time ever had someone park so close to my car that I couldn't open the door. And yeah. I was, like, furious. I was like, come on. You're not even in the line, bro. So I waited for them to come out and was just like, ah! they just couldn't. They were like, sorry. <laughs> so rude. But yeah. I don't know. I've never, if you're in the lines, in theory, you should be fine. That's what they're there for. And if anything, yeah. American lines are wider because we have giant-ass trucks and Humvees and shit. That's true. Dude, there's some big-ass cars out there. Big-ass cars. There's, like, those, uh, like, Escalades. I, that's, like, the size of three cars. Probably costs, like, $300 to fill that thing up. My I, God. Oh, my God. I saw a guy post a tweet that was on, it, it ended up on Reddit under, I think it was r slash trashy or something. And a guy posted, went to go fill up my truck. It cost, uh, had my 23 gallon tank cost me $157 to fill. I drove off without paying and got a ticket for $85. That's how you do it, America. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, that guy is r slash trashy. <laughs> Dude, sucks. <laughs> um, This has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. But I, br- I brought this up last night. I wanted to do a thing where I watch, like, ten episode ones of an anime yes and then i rate i like rate them which i thought was the best and which was the worst episode ones of anime if you watched all 10 i guarantee all 10 you'd be like this is garbage i'm convinced the first episode (laughs) of most anime is like what the hell did i just watch that's the thing some people i already know some people are gonna be like oh well it doesn't get good till episode 47 but like i just want to see I want 10 animes, I want to watch all of them, and then I'm going to rank them based on the episode one and be like, this was my favorite episode one, this is my least favorite. As somebody who doesn't really watch anime and has enjoyed like four animes. If you have any suggestions, comment them. Yes, uh, everyone, we need to find the top 10 animes of all time. But the only, don't recommend ones I've already seen, which are Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, uh, Parasite, uh, there's like two more, but they're like pretty popular. But recommend other ones. I think oh re zero. I saw. I'm talking about like Dragon Ball Z episode one. I'm talking about like uh, <laughs> that rubber band pirate show. I'm rubber talking about pirate. like uh, I don't know what the hell that thing's called. <laughs> oh wait, I've rubber seen One band, Punch Man. One Piece. One Piece. One Piece. Oh yeah, One Piece. I feel like I like watched a- One Piece episode one with G Mart because he loves One Piece. G Mart loves all anime. That is a man. He loves. He'll watch anime like nonstop all day. That's his thing. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I just can't, can't do it. I can watch like the like if an anime is really good, I'll be like, okay, I can watch this. But like like I said, I've watched like five animes where I'm like, dude, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, even less for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Reg, give me some recommendations. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch ten of them, and then I'm gonna rank them in a video. I think it'll be a fun video. It'll probably drive some people insane. Well, frankly, I'm here for it. I like that. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I mainly got that because, like, Toaster Woman's gone for a week because she's visiting her mom. So I got, like, nothing to do for a week. And um, I'm trying to think of ideas. So that was one of them that I thought of. I think you should. It sounds sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> but, yeah. like, you know, sometimes in life it's about the work. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put in the work, you know, to, to create. Yeah, put in the work to create. And uh, put in the work to create. Aside from that, I've just been doing like chores. I'm like my dad. I realize like that's what he does. He's like, gotta clean the gutters, gotta clean behind the fridge. So I've been like cleaning behind the fridge, like vacuum back there. Why? What? Why? Gets dusty. (laughs) (laughs) But I I guess my question is: Are you so bored when toast is gone that you have to do that? I just feel compelled to do it. I like cleaning. I mean, I understand, but why now? My question is, why I guess now? Because I have, like... Because <laughs> normally, like, you know, you're, you can, like, you know, like talk to... It's like you get someone to talk to, so you're just like, oh, hey, what do you do? You want to do something? You want to go eat? <laughs> or, like, oh, you want to watch a show or whatever? But I got another. So I'm like, what do I so do you're now? Cleaning. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm going to clean. <laughs> 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 or like I can fix this thing, or like oh the faucet needs some work. I could, <laughs> like you start doing like that's how you know. 
Mm-hmm. That's how you know you're getting older, too. He's like, <laughs> I'm literally just doing what my dad did. I guess I could clean. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could uh, cock the shower. Why not? <laughs> Might as well. That hasn't been done in a while. I guess I could rearrange all the furniture in the house. Yeah, move the refrigerator, you know, vacuum it, carpet clean. <laughs> Haven't done that in a while. Vacuum. You are an old man. How'd that happen? I think I've always been old, but now I've, like, truly become old. Oh, and yeah. It's, like, actually happening. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> pretty, it's pretty fun, honestly. Mm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying your alone time. <laughs> the thing is, like, being alone is all right. And then I feel like after, like, day four... I start being like, man, being lonely sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is like, I feel like, because there's like other people like, oh, your wife's gone. I'm like, I like being around my wife. You know? Like, I feel like that's the sign of a healthy relationship. Like, there's the, that's like the boomer humor. Like, my wife's gone, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm, I'm like I don't know. We you lucked out. You're very lucky. You find someone who tolerates you. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you uh, found someone who's like all right with the whole thing that is you. In fact, we'll be, they will be together nine years, nine or ten years. Jesus. We actually, <laughs> we started dating <laughs> when we started Cox and Crendor. Is that true? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. I feel like I had a lot to do with that. <laughs> yeah, you probably did. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'll take credit but where none is due. Soon, you're going to find your redhead, and then you'll be you'll be flying. You'll be flying. I had to explain to people today uh, during Sunday service. People were like, so what, you're just not going to date anyone? I was like, yeah. Like, well, how are you going to find someone? I was like, I don't know. Don't care. Just I was like, I deleted, all, I, deleted the, uh, I deleted the dating app stuff. I haven't even like thought about a single woman. I'm just like, one day I'll find the right one. Don't care. I'm <laughs> all about it's all about Jesse. Not even attempting to find love. <laughs> I'm like, when I see her, I'll know. And until then, not even looking. <laughs> That's the thing. It's all it's always when you're when you least suspect it. There you go. Yeah. That's the don't thing everybody care. tells you. Like, don't even try. And then before you know it, someone will pop into your life, unless they don't. I'm not, even, I'm not even trying. I uh, someone was like, Jesse, don't you, don't you'll be lonely. I was like, trust me, I've dated plenty, and uh, I would rather be alone than go through some of that shit again. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, you kidding me? The whole point of a healthy relationship is that you're both like friends on top yeah. of being in a relationship. Yeah. So it's like you enjoy each other's company. You're not just like ah, I gotta be around this person. Which I think is Absolutely. like another like boomer thing. So I think a lot of the boomer people got married too early, and then they just get older and they're like, "Hey, my old woman," and stuff like that. Yeah, I think people just settled, and I was yeah. like, "I don't intend to settle." And uh, they were like, "Well, someone's got to settle for you." And I was like, "You're damn right." <laughs> <laughs> not me though. I'm not settling. <laughs> That's true. You just got to find. Because you're like a workaholic. So yeah. You gotta find someone else that's also a workaholic or that enjoys being with someone that's a workaholic. I would be totally fine if I found someone that I want to spend time with. I would stop working 
as much as I do if it was someone I really like to be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just haven't met that person yet. Yeah. But if they're a red, <laughs> if they're redhead, it might happen. Watch might out, happen. world. It might happen. That's, I mean, that's the thing. We've been saying yeah. it. It's got to happen, right? There's no way it can fail. You know, and if it does fail, it wouldn't be the first time something I've been involved with failed. So, frankly, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm prepared. That's great. Yeah. Not even stressed. Zero stress here. This isn't like one of those things where it's like, if I don't find someone, it's the, like, I don't even care. It doesn't even affect me all that much. I got so much going on. I am I am doing great. So it doesn't bother me. Everyone's like, well, don't you want to share your life with someone? I share my life with everyone listening right now, every That's week. True. You do. That's very so I'm true. good. I'm all right. Yeah, 100%. Hell yes. You know what else I share with people? Wait, what would that be? <laughs> <laughs> me undies. That's actually eh, that's kind of true sometimes. That's sometimes that's true. true. Me undies. <laughs> Are you trying to make some plans this summer? Or, you know, maybe you're already uh, booked and busy. I don't know. Whatever you're getting into, there's a lot of stuff going on. Pool days. Different parades, different parties, different vacation spots. Whatever it is you're doing this summer, you can do it in MeUndies in the most comfortable way possible. When you're ready to feel comfy and feel good, MeUndies has got you covered. MeUndies is the lightest, most breathable fabric that you can put on that hot bot of yours. Make you comfortable wherever you go, from the undies to the bralettes to the socks to the loungewear to the swimwear, <laughs> t-shirts, also like sweat, like all sorts of stuff, man. Me undies has new prints all the time as well. So it isn't just the same old, same old. You can get your undies with all sorts of limited edition prints. I have so many, so many. Today, I, in fact, went through a bunch of them and was like, I like this tie-dye one. I think I'm going to throw this back in my rotation. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the rotation. I got dinosaurs. I got sloths. I got... There's a couple, like, underwater ones, like otters, I think. Uh, I'm wearing surfboards. Sometimes it just, like, speaks to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, what am I feeling today? I'm like, today I'm feeling the, uh, the like, gray cow skull. You know that one? I do know that one. I actually... I thought you were going to say the gray, because I actually just have normal-ass gray ones, too. Oh. I got no, gray... I've become a print person. I like the prints. I will say that I have, uh, let's see, the ones I just put in my dresser drawer today were a tie-dye one that's very cool, uh, one that is, it literally looks like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's skeletons with, like, gold doubloons on it. Love it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, one that is, like, kind of a checkered one that, I don't know what you would call that, like, whatever that, uh, that Scottish thing is plaid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> What's that called? Plaid? You know, that thing. Um, <laughs> I have ones that have uh, uh, lemons or limes, whatever they are, on them. Mm -hmm. And then I have one that's just hot ass pink. And I, I wear that as well. Look, oh, I got the uh, the neon green with the lizards on it. You got that oh, one? that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah. There's so many. I have one that's like text messages. It's great. Look, all I'm saying is. <laughs> MeUndies has a lot of prints. If there was any indication, they have a lot of prints. And what's crazy is you can match with your partner. 
You can match with your friends. And now you can even match with your dog. They have little outfits for dogs as well. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for you. If you're a first-time purchaser, you can get 15% off. And if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. To get 15% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. Also today, we're brought to you by Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat healthy 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious, my dad eats them. That's right. My dad, after my mom went into surgery, my mom was like, I can't cook anymore right now. They got Factor. Factor was the thing they chose, and they love it. My dad purposefully gets the fish meals. He loves those. What's crazy, this is absolutely true for Father's Day. Rather than cook, my mom ordered three, I think, no, two steak meals from Factor, one fish meal for my dad, and chicken wings through Factor. And <laughs> oh that's what God. we ate. It's not even a joke. That's what we had for Father's Day. My dad loved it. Factor has calorie smart, keto options, built-in portion control to help you if you're trying to get fit this summer. Factor offers 30 meals a week where you can choose from a variety of different meals. On top of that, Factor has the options to change it up. So you can go between 4 to 18 meals a week. Plus... You do lunch. You can do dinner. There's breakfast things you can get. There's extras. So if you want to get more fish, like I think my mom orders my dad extra fish. I believe <laughs> that. I can't. I don't know where the hell he got that much fish. Pretty sure she orders him extra stuff. Factor saves time and energy by delivering it right to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of going out and dealing with all that stuff. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared, ready to eat in two minutes. That's right. Two minutes. You pop it in. You just poke the top. Two minutes. Pull it out, open it up, maybe give it like a little stir or flip and then put it back in, I don't know, 30 seconds or whatever to warm that thing back up and bam, bing, bang, boom, easy. Factor has the options for you. Vegan, veggie, keto, low carb, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, proteins, veggie sides, things that are just like a normal, like one of the things I really like is they have a jalapeno burger thing. Delicious, delicious. And, you know, it's bunless, right? But it's delicious. Anyway, if you want to try it, if you just want to see what's up, go to go.factor75.com slash cox120. And then use code cox120 to get 120 bucks off. That's cox120. Use that code at go.factor75.com slash cox120 to get that $120 off factor. If my dad loves it, I know you will too. All right, Crendor, let's go to traffic. Come let's go, Crendor. the traffic out there. Oh boy, traffic is actually insane because of Fourth of July. Everybody's going everywhere. Places are packed, and the biggest news: the hot dog eating contest is happening. Uh, it's happening, folks. Joey Chestnut going again. I don't know how that man is still going. <laughs> His stomach is the size of like the ocean. Um, back to you. 
I don't like how they do that hot dog contest. That thing sucks. Watch I them love dip the hot dog buns. contest. You kidding me? Oh, it's gross. Watch them dip the buns in water and then like goop it down their mouth is so disgusting to me. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I love oh, it. I'd rather they have to eat the hot dogs like a normal person rather than that like because I know what a soggy hot dog bun tastes like and that shit's gross. Mm mm. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I still think like I don't know. They probably shouldn't have to eat the buns, honestly. Like just let them eat the hot dogs. Agreed, but there's probably like some big bun company. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like big bun, big Oscar Myers. Like you better eat those buns. Eat those buns. <laughs> eat those buns. <laughs> yeah, and then they yeah they wet them, and it's like <laughs> oh, it's so gro it's so gross, dude. <laughs> no thanks. I love it. I have a some my one of my most vivid memories of Fourth of July is watching the hot dog eating contest and then playing on my Nintendo DS. I think I had to be like. 14 or 15 and I played some Final Fantasy Nintendo DS game because I was like I'll try a Final Fantasy and I played like 40 minutes and then I never played it again that's I remember playing it like you yeah that sounds exactly like you <laughs> which, uh, which <laughs> Final Fantasy DS game would that be let's see what was on the DS Crystal Chronicle maybe none of, the, none of the handheld ones were very good to be honest there were um every Final Fantasy game on the DS. Oh shit, there were plenty of them. Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo Tale, shout to Chocobo Games. Uh Chocobo and the Magic Picture Book, The Witch, the Girl and the Five Heroes, amazing. Sid and Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon. No, that's not. Um Final Fantasy 12 Revenant Wings, never heard of that. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Ring of Fates. So there's a Crystal Chronicle game. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time. I guess they re-released Final Fantasy 3 on it. I'm not a big fan of Final Fantasy 3. Final Fantasy uh. The Four Heroes of Light. Don't know what the hell that is. Final Fantasy Tactics. I do love the Tactics games. Those are good. Uh, and then Final Fantasy 4 was released. Final Fantasy 4 is a great game. I don't know if the uh, DS version's any good, but... Final Fantasy... Interesting. What did you play? I don't know what I played. I'm trying to figure it out. You sure it was even Final Fantasy? Uh, 100%. Because I remember playing it and it did the like, like in, the intro song. I did a terrible intro song. Yeah, it was. That was very bad. Yes. Nintendo <laughs> DS. I remember, I think it was, maybe it was a remastered game. It might have been. It might have been either three or four. But if part of me feels like I was going through a cave at the start and there was like, uh, I think it was like kind of Game Boy looking more than like newer looking. Does Game that make Boy sense? Looking. <laughs> uh, maybe it was. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. I want to know now though. What did I play? Yeah, I have no Let's idea see. what you played. It reminded me more like like a like a Game Boy game. I think than a DS game. Like, it wasn't all 3D from what I remember. Or wait, hmm. maybe... Yeah, I don't... There was a Final Fantasy VI for Game Boy Advance, but that's not DS. Yeah, I don't Final Fantasy VI it. starts in a cave. A lot. Here's the thing, a lot of them start in a cave, though. That's... <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to, like... <laughs> oh. A lot of things begin in a cave with, like, a weird, like, it began in a cave for some uh, yeah. it, It's also possible I played Game Boy Advance and I'm thinking it's the DS. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I think it was like it was around that 2007 time frame. Oh, it wouldn't have been sure. advanced then. Game Boy Advance was like 
2001-ish, right? Yeah, I think that was earlier. But that's like yeah, I think it was the DS. I'm pretty sure it was the DS. Nintendo DS. Uh Well, I mean, this thing says every Final Fantasy DS game ranked and there is no Final Fantasy 6, so that's not it. <laughs> Again, there's a bunch of Chocobo games which I think is hilarious. That's not real Final Fantasy. There's a Final Fantasy 12 game that is like not actually Final Fantasy. Huh. And there's Crystal Chronicles. There's a lot of Crystal Chronicle games. Those were mostly the handheld ones. But those were like extra shits. And then there's Final Fantasy 3 and 4. So it might have been one of those. Maybe it was. I feel like maybe I need to like try try and uh, play them and just see. Something will like click if I play them all. Can I ask I'll you a question? Playing. Did it have voices in it? No. All right. So it wasn't Final Fantasy 4. I guess so, or I guess not. Yeah, in in Final Fantasy IV, they tried to put in voice work. That came out July twenty second, two thousand eight. So this was two thousand seven. Uh, it wouldn't have been that. Yeah, I think it was. It's definitely before two thousand eight. I'm pretty. Final sure. Fantasy three was twenty. Uh, as two thousand six. Final Fantasy three. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't really. Re- the problem is, is like. Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3, I simply can't... People always ask me if they should play them, and I simply can't recommend them. They're just, like, too <laughs> old. Like, even the the way the stories are told and what the games are, it's like... The original game came out in 1990. Like, it is, like, some basic... <laughs> we're trying to tell you what an RPG should be, but we don't know yet. Uh, maybe it was a Crystal Chronicles. Probably. Those are usually the handheld ones that people play. It probably was then. If I think they're guess. never the Crystal Chronicle games are never as good as the mainline games. They're all like, uh, I see. do you want to play as Gorgoboth? Yeah, At- like again here, <laughs> <laughs> this is Final Fantasy's Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time, focused on four tribes. This is how I know I would hate this: the Yukes, the Selkies, the Lilites, and the <laughs> Calvats. Or wait, Clavits. No, I'd already be out. I'd be like, eh, that's too much for me. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care about the Ukes, the Selkies, the the Lilties, or the Clavits. No, I'm okay. Things like it wasn't 3D. It was like that top-down kind of Game Boy-looking thing. Are you, you know sure? I mean? well, you weren't just playing on a Game Boy. I know I wasn't playing on it. That's the part of the reason I was like, maybe it was a Game Boy Advance. I don't know. It was well, either an original DS or an Advance, though. Like I'm 100 percent sure of that. Okay. Somebody. <laughs> okay. And I was in a cave. I was in a cave. All right. That's not helpful at all. That is not. That is the least helpful thing I've ever level, heard. Someone level level one in a cave. Uh, final <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy starts in a cave. I can't believe I'm typing this in. Starts in a cave. I know Final Fantasy VI has a cave in the intro. It's not. You don't start there, but uh, it's not Final Fantasy VIII. It's not Final Fantasy. Cave location. Oh my god, I can't believe this is a thing. God bless the Final Fantasy Wiki. <laughs> Cave location. Appearances. <laughs> Final Fantasy 1, Matoya's Cave. That's a classic. Shout out to Matoya. Um, Mithril Mines in Final Fantasy 2. The Altar Cave is the first location explored. And Houses of the Wind Crystal. That's Final Fantasy 3. You might have played Final Fantasy 3. Um, Maybe it was. 
that's not it. The Narsh Mines, Final Fantasy VI, or Narsh, um, Mithril Mines, Final Fantasy VIII. What about, I need to find Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles and get you. Final Fantasy Mythic Quest, Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Jesus, there's so many games. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to. Say it was Final Fantasy three. I keep thinking it's Final Fantasy three, and it checks like everything seems that like that's the case. And uh, as a pa- as a person who's not really that big of a fan of Final Fantasy three, like yeah, all right, that checks out. That you would be like, I don't like this. But this looks three D. Well, then I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I don't know how to help. You. <laughs> uh, the original certainly wasn't three D. Oh, wait. I guess. Uh, but it's not in a cave. The opening is... Well, look, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you and everyone listening, and, and nothing's working. <laughs> well, that's the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to say weather. Speaking <laughs> of weather, let's go to weather. Weather time. Uh, let's see. We have, have a weather recommendation for Bone, Idaho. Apparently, they had to shut down their only convenience store because treasure hunters kept looking for treasure. At the convenience store? I guess. Shut up. What is Bone, Idaho? Bone, Idaho. Uh, Let's see. Oh, there it is. Oh, I understand why they would look for the Bone. Bone, Idaho is an old-looking town. I bet people would go there trying to find treasure at the convenience store because it's probably like 800-year-old treasure in there. Maybe it is. Well, currently, it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, You got your high, which is 80. You got your low, which is 50. You got your humidity at 41%, or 29.61 inches of pressure, 10-mile visibility, 4-mile-an-hour winds, 5.52 a.m. sunrise, 9.10 p.m. sunset. 45 on the dew point, 0 out of 10 on the index, and a waxing crescent moon phase. Looking at the 10-day, we got Monday, 80, mostly sunny, Tuesday, 82, sunny, Wednesday, 84, mostly sunny, Thursday, 87, mostly sunny, Friday, 89, sunny, Saturday, 89, sunny, sunny, or sunny, Sunday, 86, (laughs) and then Monday, 85, mostly sunny, so a lot of sun. And a lot of 80s over in Bowen, Idaho. Dude. Uh, wow. Okay. This is from a recent article about Bone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bone's historic store reopens. I guess this is from 2020. In the 1970s, cartoonist Phil Frank tried to call Bone City Hall and Bone only to learn it had no telephone. When the town finally got its first phone in 1982... <laughs> It made national news as one of the last towns in America to get one. That's crazy. Hey. To this day, Bone feels stuck in time. To reach it, you'll have to drive miles down a winding road past rolling hills empty of all but windmills and cattle. When you get there, you find a community with a population of just two people, according what? to the most recent government records. In Bone stands, I hope it's called, do you think it's maybe like Bonnet? You know what I mean? No way. It's got to be Bone. I hope so. In Bone stands the 110-year-old store aptly known as the Bone Store. (laughs) The Bone Zone. On its walls hangs a poem written by Heber L. Bernard. It was written decades ago, just how long no one is sure. It says, 
There are places of far more importance, small towns or great cities so bright, but they can't compete with the busy dirt road to Bone on a Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) And the Bone store reopened after a three-year closure, I guess because they closed it because people were coming there to, like, find stuff. There's a photo of the store, and on the ceiling are a bunch of dollar bills, which is even crazier. I don't know why people didn't come there for the bills. But, um... Yeah, they tore down the old store and then they rebuilt it. Huh. She got the she, when Amanda bought the place, she got trash bags stuffed $1 bills that had previously covered the ceiling. Among them, she found one signed by her father from the 80s. Many restaurant diners seem to have a similar connection to the place. People keep coming back there. What? I guess this is like the old, the old bone store. It's the Madison Square Garden of Bone, said one of the townspeople. <laughs> but I feel like it's the only place in Bone. What the? Yeah. I would love to see a map of Bone. Bone? Let me see a map. There's got to be a map. I'm looking at all the pictures of the restaurant. Steel and Joe's Bone, the Bone store. That's it. The, bone, the old Bone store. Wow. Okay. So, I said there has to be a map. Bone Road is a road, and that's it. It goes past the Bone Trailhead, which I guess is a bunch of forest, and then you end up at, in, in Bone, and in Bone, I swear to God on this map, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, air quotes, homes, <laughs> and then the Bone Store. I need to see what this, yep, yep. I don't think those are homes, actually. They appear to be trailers associated with storage. This reminds me of when our dear friend Will and I went to the middle of nowhere in in Nevada to go to Area 51, and we stopped at the Little Alley Inn, and it was straight up like a restaurant trailer, and then there were three or four trailers associated with it, but it was a town. Whatever that town was called, it was not. There was like... I don't know how that's considered a town. Crazy. Crazy. It's got a bunch of good reviews. It actually looks pretty good, looking at the food. Oh, you can see the food? Yeah. Here's pretty good. You know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. This is is crazy. So they serve both pizza and Indian food? Yeah, they like curry. (laughs) That is... For Idaho. That hot dog looks like a good-ass hot dog. It does. That's what I'm saying. It's got pretty good food. Although I'm not sure how I feel about the mugs that say this boner heart bleeds red, white, and blue. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I like that. This boner heart. Mm, this bo- all right. My boner heart. Yeah. Uh, they have an outdoor area to play music and dance and. Uh, it definitely looks like it gets about as much people as you would think. All the concert photos are like a band and then three people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you just look they, at it. They, the hey, they uh, serve wine. They serve the USA Cabernet. Yeah, they got the USA Cab. The USA yep. Cab. And then they have uh, wine glasses that say Mighty Fine Boner Mama. I don't know that I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The cheeseburgers look like, here's what I'll say. They got like a soup thing. That soup looks good. The cheeseburgers, yeah. I, I think, has a little too much cheese for me, but I'd eat it. I'd eat it. 
Yeah, I'd still eat it. The soup looks good. I don't know what the hell that soup is, but I'd eat that. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it looks fine. Looks like a fine, fine bone zone. Like a bone zone. Looks like the bone yeah. zone. Yeah, I'm all right with it. Yeah. I think uh, you know it's not too shabby. I agree. I bet there's a few people there that have opinions I might disagree with, but you know, <laughs> other than that, yeah. it looks like a fine place. Exactly. Yeah. That's the weather. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. We've got sports. Uh, so NFL training camps are underway. Uh, well, they're kind of underway. They're going to be starting full on in a couple weeks. Then you got uh, NHL, the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> uh, I watched that game. It was pretty good. Uh, then in the NBA, free agencies started. The Brooklyn Nets are having their team fall apart. Pretty, It's pretty wild. That uh, sounds Kevin, right. <laughs> pretty much they formed a super team, and then Kevin Durant uh, was the, the head guy there, and now they haven't done anything. And Kyrie Irving, who's insane, wants to go to the Lakers, and that's the only place he wants to go. And then Kevin Durant's <laughs> like, well, I want to get traded. And then, like, everybody on teams fall apart. They traded all their draft picks away to, like, have this happen. It's just, it's a disaster. Yep, that uh, sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> yep, so that's fun. Dude, I live for the NBA drama. It's, like, my favorite offseason, uh, followed by the NFL. But, like, NBA drama is the best. Uh, and then uh, the Bulls did some stuff. They got, like, two old dudes that are better than what we had. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, found two old men to come in and shoot some hoops with them. The Bulls needed rebounding. They got Andre Drummond. He's, you know, he can rebound, which is all we need. That's fine. Backup center rebounder. You got him cheap. And then they just signed Goran Dragic, who's like, I swear, he's like 40 years old. But I don't care. If he could hit an open three when DeRozan gets quadruple Goran team. Dragi? Is that his name? Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic, that's a wild-ass yeah. name. See, the Mavs fans thought he was going to go to Dallas because he's friends with Luka Doncic. But <laughs> the Bulls had Vucevic, and he convinced him to come to the Bulls. I, You know what? Shout-out to those amazingly named men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's some great some great NBA names out there. Uh, but here's the thing. Some people are like, oh, he's old. I swear, like, okay, in the, in the playoffs – the Bulls, they would just quadruple team DeRozan, and he'd kick it out to somebody, and they couldn't hit threes. Kobe White airballed it. Uh, Io, he would airball it. Like, so many people, they would just clank the three. So, like, if this dude that's, like, 40 years old can just hit an open three-pointer, great. Perfect. That's all they need. And then they'll probably make a trade, get, get like, a forward or something. Either way, you know, uh, still DeAndre Ayton waiting to get traded. He's probably going to get traded for Kevin Durant, if I had to guess. Uh, some other big signings there. Dude, love me some NBA offseason. Then, uh, baseball. Baseball. Uh, baseball. Yankees in first place by a mile. Uh, Twins in first. Astros in first. Uh, Mets in first. Brewers in first. And Dodgers in first. So, pretty much all the teams you'd expect are in first. <laughs> Yankees, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brewers, Dodgers. Woo. Um, woo. 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 Uh, and uh, it's the sports. All right. Let's go to our fact of the day. Fact of the day. Ready well, for this. Yes. Are you ready? I was born ready. Hit me. All right. Uh, wow, there's some good facts here. Ah, good. Uh, oh, man. Which fact do I want to do? 
Uh, okay, this one's pretty good. You'd probably like this one, too. The okay. sound of a Star Wars lightsaber was created by pairing together the sound of an idle film projector and the buzz from an old TV set. They're like... Yeah. I believe that. I feel like there was definitely some antennas used. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you... Uh, especially if you have microphones like we do, if you get it too mm. close to a power source, it makes a sound that sounds very much like a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yeah, I can see that. That's pretty neat. I'm going to throw in a bonus one. Hit uh, me. Cookie Monster's real name is Sid. No, I, I choose to ignore that. <laughs> Sid Monster here. No, no, that's <laughs> Cookie Monster here. It's got to be Cookie Monster. Yeah, no, I'm all right. I don't need any of that other garbage. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> um, wait, speaking of real names, okay, here's another one. The triple. Snoop yes. Dogg's real name is Cortazar Calvin Broadus Jr., I thought his first name was Cortazar. I thought his name was Calvin Broadus. Cortazar Calvin Broadus. Get out of town. Cortazar. Cortazar Calvin Broadus Jr. His nickname came that. from his mother, who thought he looked like Snoopy from Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is very good. I love that. That's so funny. There's your facts of the day. Yes. All right, what is our big news story of the day? Well, speaking of Star Wars, Florida man arrested after posing as Disney World employee and stealing Star Wars R2-D2 replica. <laughs> Go on. A Florida man has been arrested after he posed as a Disney World employee and stole a $10,000 replica of the iconic Star Wars character R2-D2. ABC's Central Florida affiliate WFTV reports David Emerson, Proudfoot 44 of Kissimmee, Kissimmee, was arrested. I think that's how that's called. Yeah, Kissimmee. Was arrested on May 31st after he Kissimmee? snatched. I don't know. It's something. After he snatched the droid from Disney World Swan Hotel in an attempt to get hired as a security guard at the Walt Disney World's Resort in Orlando. Whoa, wait, time out. His plan was to steal R2, and then why not just steal R2 and then run? I don't know. <laughs> That's a, that, that R2-D2 unit, I've seen those at Disneyland. Those yeah. things are cool as hell. But yeah, also, cool. if that thing's 10000 you could sell that on eBay for some serious money. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, according to police, Proudfoot was seen by hotel security pushing a, a cart on the property while wearing an orange work vest and a Disney World <laughs> name tag. Security. And they were guards. like, sir, I'm sorry, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I work here. Security guards who suspected something suspicious was taking place subsequently escorted Proudfoot to the Yacht Club Resort to retrieve his belongings and his driver's license from the employee lockers, at which point they called law enforcement. Proudfoot allegedly told police he had a pending application with Disney World security and was only moving the R2-D2 replica in an effort to show weaknesses in the security of the resorts. That'll teach him. <laughs> yep. Look, <laughs> it's like stealing from somebody's home, being like, you really got to upgrade your security. I got in here pretty easy. <laughs> it reminds me of that time long ago I was doing a vlog and some guy messaged me like, look, in your background... I saw a tree, and I pinpointed where that tree was on a map, and I know exactly where you live, and I'm just letting you know a crazy person could find that out. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, people are insane. There's some crazy people out there. 
It's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I've pinpointed your location and shown up at your house to show you that somebody could do that to you, and now I'm going to leave. Good day. Well, what, what's insane is that in the hacker world, I guess that is a frequent thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess if you hack somebody's website and then you say, like, I hacked it and I can show you how to, like, not have it hacked, they'll hire them, which <laughs> I guess doesn't translate well to the real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he also later admitted to breaking into three separate arcade machines at Disney Wilderness Lodge, Boardwalk Amazing. Resort, and the Grand Floridian Resort. Broadfoot has been charged with two counts of grand theft, one count of petty, petty theft, one count of obstruction by false information, and one count of scheming to defraud. According to court records, he made a written plea of not guilty on June 24th. So he's not guilty, but he broke into th three machines and removed an object. He was doing object. it for, for them, Crendor. <laughs> it was for them. He was stealing R2-D2. <laughs> but for Disney. He was saving Disney from itself. If anything, he's like the rebellion, fighting against the Empire. He's essentially to kidnapping their child. R2-D2 is like a Disney child. It's It was his only hope. He was the only one who could stop it. You're lucky I'm not an actual kidnapper. Or your kid would be gone. <laughs> I stole I'd... your kid, but you're lucky I only did it to, for you. I was trying to save you. <laughs> yep. Man. What a guy. What a guy. All right. <laughs> That's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching. However, enjoying this podcast, Crendor. Hit him with the socials. We've got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox Crendor Podcast. Listen, subscribe, like, click the bell to be notified of all those uploads on Cox and Crendor. Uh, yep. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, you can also go to YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor if you want the animations. Very funny. Uh, haha, funny animations, very good. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> uh, we're also on our own stuff. We got uh, YouTube.com Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch TV Jesse Cox, Twitch TV Crendor, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Instagram Notorious Cox, Instagram Crendor was taken, and YouTube.com slash Warhammer Crendor if you like Warhammer. And that's it for us. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you all next time. And as always, shake the rhino to be continued.